Thank you for downloading Producer's Pick from Sounds True, a podcast dedicated to bringing you compelling, captivating, and intriguing selections from our programs. In this podcast, the producers at Sounds True have chosen a selection from a program they've worked on that caught their attention as a unique or special moment in the recording process. This week's episode, Overcoming Adversity, comes from the audio program, The Complete Peaceful Warrior's Way, with Dan Millman. Here's what Christy Peoples, a producer at Sounds True, has to say about this week's producer's pick. Nearly 40 years ago, Dan Millman published what would become one of the world's most widely recognized best-selling books to date. The year was 1980, and The Peaceful Warrior's Way told the semi-autobiographical story of a world-class gymnast and upstart who went from arrogance, adversity, and failure to winning against the odds. In his latest offering, Millman continues this theme of perseverance along the challenging path of self-mastery. We're all heroes of our own stories, he says. And you don't need to go looking for adversity as your teacher because it comes and goes through our lives all the time. What's important here, he reminds us, to athletes and to everybody, is not to miss this point. Life will present us with countless challenges disguised as opportunities to learn and grow beyond our perceived limits. This practice of meeting our moments with a peaceful warrior spirit, it's what helps us become stronger, better people. In this excerpt, Millman reminds us we're not here to take the easy road through life. Raising children, learning an instrument, working a job, Being human, daily life is rife with challenge. It's what we signed up for. It's the arena of the peaceful warrior. You can download the entire program, The Complete Peaceful Warrior's Way, at SoundsTrue.com. And now our producers pick Overcoming Adversity with Dan Millman. I've spoken a bit about me. I've told you some of my story as a young athlete and a coach and how I ended up developing this approach to living after decades of preparation. Now I'd like to talk about your story. There's a proverb that goes like this, God invented men and women because God loves stories. Each of us has a story. And I want you to consider this if you have not considered it before. Your story is your treasure. There is not a single story on the entire planet exactly like yours. It's unique. You don't just have a story. You are a story in the making, and you never know what the next chapter is going to be. Your life is a novel being written. That's what keeps life interesting. So please value your story. Don't just read stories like mine or someone else's and think they're special. They are not. My story is no more special than yours. And you're the hero, the protagonist of your journey. And you may not see yourself as a hero, and I don't want to dilute that term either, because normally we think of as a hero, someone who sacrifices or puts their life at risk for someone else. But there is a quiet heroism in each of us in everyday life. 
I'm going to make a calculated guess that you've overcome adversity in your life. So please, internally answer this question. Have you ever experienced physical, emotional, or mental pain in your life? I suspect you have. Now, I mentioned we can disagree on some things, but I hope we can agree on this. Wouldn't you say that pain, that adversity, that challenge you've faced, maybe more than once, don't you think because of that, you're a little bit stronger now? Maybe a little bit wiser? And maybe even more compassionate in terms of a larger sense of perspective. You know what the big stuff is, and you know what the little stuff is. So in that sense, I've never seen adversity without hidden gifts. That doesn't mean you have to pretend to like it when a difficulty comes up or an obstruction or a sudden change or dislocation in your life. No, we don't necessarily naturally welcome such things, but keep that thread of attention that when that arises, you can roll up your sleeves and say, I've come through it before and I can do it again. I may not know how. It may be very painful but I've done it before, and I'm still standing. That's what calls upon and calls forth that warrior spirit. We don't have to go looking for adversity. If you're familiar with my story, if you've seen the Peaceful Warrior movie, or you've read my book, which has even more in it, you know that I shattered my right thigh bone, my femur, in a motorcycle crash. It was broken into about 40 pieces. People have been injured worse than that, certainly, in wars, in accidents, brain injuries. So I don't want to build it up too much, but it was pretty painful and disappointing at the time. I thought my career as an athlete was over, for example. But you know what? I don't think I'd be speaking with you right now if that hadn't happened. It shook me up. I began to ask bigger questions about life. It matured me very quickly. And I think if you look back on the difficulties you've encountered, small or large, you see you're a bit of a different person, a deeper person, more profound in some sense. So at least it helps us to understand the value of the challenges we find in daily life. Now, you don't need to go looking for adversity. It's a part of daily life. It comes and goes. I do not recommend fractures as a method of personal and spiritual development. There are other ways, certainly. In fact, all of us appreciate that idea of adversity because we even volunteer for it sometimes. Maybe you've not heard this term, voluntary adversity. I think I made it up. But think about it. Have you ever practiced a sport or a fitness activity? Have you ever learned a musical instrument or some other physical skill? That is a form of voluntary adversity. No one made you do it. So you chose it, and it's more difficult than everyday life. Life would have been easier not taking up that practice, but you did anyway, and look what's developed in you. Do you know, I've never seen a dumb athlete. I've seen athletes who weren't academically oriented, who weren't interested in abstract thinking, who weren't intellectuals, but no athlete who can move skillfully is dumb because their nervous system is interconnected. And as their body gets smarter, I believe it impacts the mind. As their body gets more flexible, I believe it encourages mental flexibility as well. But many athletes miss. They miss the point. They miss the value 
of their training, the intrinsic value of learning about spiritual laws, about process, about presence. They learn all these things through their training, but they're so focused on points and scores and winning and losing, they miss the point. Maybe years later, they look back and go, wow, that really was useful to my mind and emotions, not just my body. So I mentioned sports as one form of voluntary adversity. Have you ever maintained an intimate relationship with someone for more than, say, two months? Well, that's voluntary adversity. Now, you may think that's chuckle-worthy and humorous, but, you know, I've been married to Joy at this point more than 40 years. She's my best friend, my guardian angel. But we bump heads now and then. It's a natural part of relationship. We compromise. We argue at times. Relationship isn't easy. So when I say voluntary adversity, I say that with a very appreciative, compassionate tone. But yes, life is easier not having to maintain an intimate relationship. You know, people come up to me once in a while and say, Dan, why does life have to be so difficult? And I go, oh, would you like life to be easier? I can tell you how to do that. Just don't ever maintain an intimate relationship. Don't ever have kids. Don't take on any responsibilities for anything. Just sort of have a little trailer in the woods and life will seem easier in some ways. You won't have to deal with all the stuff of everyday life in the city and with people. But you think that's what we're here for? You think we're here on planet Earth for easy? I don't think so. Of course, there are more efficient ways and more graceful ways to accomplish what we'd like to. Every athlete learns that. In the martial arts, we learn how to move with less energy, uh, more flow. But we're not here for easy. We're here to overcome our tendencies, to grow stronger. That's why daily life is the arena of the peaceful warrior, not just in an ashram or in a cave meditating. Daily life is more challenging than sitting in a cave meditating. I know because I've done both. More about that as the program develops. Have you ever raised children? Another form of voluntary adversity. I've raised three daughters and grandkids, just loving the pieces, but it's not easy raising kids as any parent knows. They say mature adults don't make children. Children make mature adults. So that's another form we take on in life. We can, not everyone needs to or should, but if we do, That's another form of voluntary adversity. How many of us are involved in the business world? Voluntary adversity. All of these things, relationships, sports, physical training of any kind, raising children, doing business, commerce in the world, all of these are paths or ways, a means to a greater end. Every one of them can be a way to become a deeper, better person. 